up high up and high Welcome back, stoners. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Too Effin' High. This is the show where we get comedians high on marijuana and have them do comedic challenges to prove that marijuana makes everything funnier. Uh, I'm your high host, James Mastriani, and um, very high, guys, and uh, really excited. This is actually um, this is a live podcast recording. Uh, which is different than, we also do a live show. We do a monthly live show at the Upright Citizens Brigade, the first Saturday of every month. Um, and we'll also be doing one at DCM on uh, June 29th, uh, which is my dad's birthday, actually. Huge. What Happy a nice birthday. way to celebrate. Thank you for that applause. <laughs> um, uh, and, um, I mean, would have been kidding he's alive uh <laughs> i'm just thinking like I've nothing better than being high nothing recently. better than being high and just just casually bringing up a dead father that's not really dead just to stress people out um we are uh there's a live recording of a podcast <laughs> but different than our usual which live is shows different than our usual live show we're at a uh, we're at three clubs in hollywood uh, and we'll talk a little bit about the, the name of the place in a moment because um, for, for another segment, foreshadowing. Um, and, um, oh yeah, I should introduce you. <laughs> uh, with me as always is my co-host, DJ Blue Dream. So soft. It's not like it's in a car three blocks away. I know. <laughs> um, how you feeling, DJ Blue Dream? I'm pretty good. I'm very high. Yeah, you're pretty high? Yeah. That's good. Where are you on a scale of uh, one to ten? Probably like an eight and a half. Nice. Pretty okay. good. Is anybody anybody in the audience high at all? Or is everybody... Oh, one person. Wow, one person one is person. high. We're yeah. at a for our listeners. Oh, we're not man. at our usual I saw venue. him smoking a blunt outside. He, fu he chiefed a blunt solo. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, I think we, I don't think we've ever had a, a show where there was only one person high. That's crazy. This no, we usually do it in front of like a hundred very high people. Yeah, like, like every th it's a cloud of smoke. Yeah, so it's kind of fun to be at a at a bar. This is going to be a test of whether this is a network show or not. <laughs> uh, CBS, here we come. We're going to find out. Here we go. Um, awesome. Well, let's. Uh, we've got two really um, great. Really high comedians here. We're gonna uh, we're gonna meet them now. Uh, please welcome Jamie Loftus. Hi. Oh, we're back! There we go. We're back! It's a party! Hell yeah. Awesome! Hi! Um, hi, Jamie. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, you've done the show before. Yeah. Um, and uh, so always ask this question of every comedian in the very beginning. Um, and I don't remember what your answer was before, but I'm very excited to, to see where you're at right now. Okay. What, uh, what is your current relationship to cannabis? Uh, sometimes when I feel pressure to, like now. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's not a part of my daily life. I used to, yeah, I, I had a friend with a PAX, 
uh, <laughs> in 2014, and then I moved away, and then I didn't smoke weed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so you had a okay. So you had a friend who had a Pax, which uh, yeah. is uh, it's like brag. a little vaporizer. Yeah. There, the way he explained it to me, because we were living in Massachusetts, and he's like, you have to be really discreet, or you'll get arrested when you're using it. He's like, just act like you're kissing an MP3 player. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That was how you're supposed <laughs> to pull. He was like ever so gently, and he would, <laughs> and he said it like with the confidence of someone who had like kissed an MP3 player before. Probably went home and like practiced on an MP3 <laughs> player just so that it felt like natural. Yeah. It was weirdly a helpful guide to uh, to get to how to, to do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're actually they're they're like hard to smoke. You have to. Uh, I don't I don't think they hit very well. They're not my favorite apparatus to use. I should wow, say. you heard it here. No sponsor for the pod. Yeah, wow. sorry, Pax. Just totally cutting out a whole <laughs> huge market. <laughs> I yeah. know. There aren't Jules yeah. Packs? Not interested. Uh, Jules does own Pack, which is a tobacco mm. company. And yeah. we know how naughty that is. Yeah, mm. that's true. Uh, yeah, Jewel, welcome, Pax, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and how, how high are you right now on a scale of 1 to 10? I'm very high, and I feel quite physically small right now. <laughs> <laughs> but not like uncanny valley small like not right. so small that someone who hadn't seen me in a long time would notice but if they just saw me they're like you're 15 percent smaller than <laughs> you just swear so so on a scale of one to ten you feel 15 percent smaller <laughs> uh that's a wonderful answer uh Thank you for thank you for being here and yeah. thank you for uh, uh, giving into the pressure of smoking weed. Oh, of course, I love peer pressure. <laughs> Jamie Loftus, everybody, yeah. Um, also, back in uh, regular part of the live show as well, he does the uh, the bong gong. Uh, is uh, Jacob Waisaki. Um, if you've never seen a live show before, um, sometimes we do the show, and, and what Jacob does is he sits on stage, and we have a gong on stage, yeah. and we'll pick a word at the beginning of the show, and anytime that word is said on stage, an audience member can run up and hit the gong, and then Jacob has to do a bong rip, right? That's it, exactly. And, um, and it's gone very well and very, bad. very badly. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's run the whole gamut. What, what was the most bong hits you think you took for sure like 19 to 20 and then on the 420 show i dabbed a gram of wax <laughs> oh yeah i forgot uh. about that that's right um <laughs> i feel like the further i get away from those moments too the 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 less good i feel about it yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. what was the word on the on the 19 or 20 hit time i think it was like uh it's something I didn't realize James says a lot, like guys or, or uh, I think uh, awesome it was or guys. Like. Or like people. It was like yeah, it was, like yeah. it was just like I was a bad. I was on me. I picked the words. So yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a fun time. I love doing the pod. Love being on stage. You know, any way to get up on stage. <laughs> is a, yeah, it's it's what's it? It's 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 hey, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then you're like, but in all seriousness, it has adversely affected my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I am actively suffering. Uh, my doctor says I have an anxiety disorder now, I guess. Um, <laughs> dealing with that, medicated. Uh, um, so what, uh, uh, Saki, what is your current relationship to marijuana? Uh, I'm smoking weed every day. Um, you know, just trying to make sure that I stay productive. 
Yeah. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. Thank you. You earned it. Thank you. You earned it. Been smoking a lot of doinks. Been been on a big doink train. What's, What's a that? doink? A joint. Silly. Yeah. Oh, it's a fun yeah. word for a joint. Oh, that oh, is okay. fun. So that's your word. That's not. It's not my word. It's, oh, it's actually not. Young King J- uh, Young King Dave. Rest in peace. Okay. Oh. Okay. I don't know who that is. He's a he was a meme personality. Mm. He was an inter- he was an internet meme curator. Oh, I see. Oh, oh okay. Um, and uh, how high are you right now? Uh, pretty high. Yeah. We ripped two thick bombers before the show. Yeah, we did. It's really catching up to your boy. Were yeah. those doinks? Those were doinks. Yeah. yeah. Well, we smoked cool. for doinks. <laughs> Big fat doinks. <laughs> nice. Smoking right. doinks with Amish. Look it up. Check it out online. He's very funny. R.I.P. Um. <laughs> well, thanks for being here, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me. Always yeah, a treat. Yeah. Uh, let's jump to this first segment before we get to the comedic challenges here. Let's jump to this first segment. Uh, this segment is called "The More That You Smoke." Now, the more that you smoke is a segment that we do where um, if you're not familiar with um, stoners, as, as maybe some of you guys aren't, um, we like to, you know, uh, uh, sometimes we like to indulge in sort of like uh, fun, trippy information. And um, I used so so when we knew we were doing this show, we thought that uh, this place was called the Three of Clubs. Uh, but this place where we're recording is called Three Clubs, right? Yes. And I've lived in L.A. for almost 15 years, and I could have sworn it was called the Three of Clubs. And even, like, I can imagine, like, what the sign was. and, and But anyways, um, it got us talking about this thing called the Mandela Effect, which um, I just learned about. Does anybody in here know uh, what the Mandela Effect is? a couple nods, so a couple yeah claps. which is fucking trippy i it freaks me out so um real fast so if you don't know the mandela effect is this phenomenon that occurred um because or it, it was invented because there's a whole huge percentage of the population that remember nelson mandela's funeral being televised in the 1980s and in fact, as we all know, Nelson Mandela died like, I think a few years ago, right? Um, but they specifically have this memory of it being televised. And there's other examples of that where large parts of the population believe one thing to be true, but the other is not. For example, there's this, um, these children's books uh, that I grew up believing was called the Berenstein Bears, right? Do you guys know the Berenstein Bears? Yeah. It's not called that. It's the Berenstain Bears. Correct. It's, I know. Yeah. It's the Berenstain with an A. If you Google it, it only bears. comes up as that. And okay. there's a huge... Huge booze from the audience. So... <laughs> I agree. Huge this very freaks negative. me out. For our so, listeners, people are mad. <laughs> and it's... Yeah, people, some guy just threw a chair. <laughs> um, and so there, there's other examples, like uh, 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 Looney Tunes is an example. A lot of people remember it as a certain um, spelling. Other people remember it as a, a certain spelling. So there's four major theories for why this might exist, right? Uh, and um, one theory is that 
we are accidentally passing through parallel universes. Like the, you know, uh, uh, parallel universes are sort of like having a little cross. And I guess in one universe it was, yeah, it was called the Bernstein Bears. And in this it's called the Berenstain Bears. Mm -hmm. Just cause <coughs> there's no reason. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm curious. I, I mean, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I like I I am not nearly smart enough to have any like this weirdly gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> My fists are clenched. Yeah, I yeah. It's it's it's. Uh, I was reading about it. It's pretty. I'll take a crack at it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because like we are moving through space. So okay. if you're moving through space and time, right? You could. It's like platelets or something yeah. like sort of crossing. Yeah, exactly. And earthquakes or. I guess. Who knows if you had like know. a you know a yeah. dip, like a diphthong in time or something. Right. Yeah. Oh, like that French book. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> a diphthong in time. Yeah. Uh. Um, so another one is that um, we live in a simulation, and Huge there news. was a um, you know because it is a you know it's all a computer. There's similar. It, it's in the same uh, uh, category as déjà vu. So it's like a glitch. Uh, that exists, and when there's a glitch in a computer, it can happen to large swaths of like mm. the information or the population. Uh, the other one is that, uh, and this one seems silly to me, but the other one is <laughs> simulation theory. <laughs> totally makes sense. We are in a simulation, a bunch yeah. of ones and zeros. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That tracks. Um, <laughs> The other one is that it's time travelers coming back in time and changing things. Too silly. Too silly. Yeah. Too Why silly. those things? Why would you come back in time and be well, like, I could kill Hitler or make the name of a children's book series slightly different? <laughs> well, I think it's like, in that theory, it feels like the domino effect where it's like they did one thing oh, and, this had and then like something right. else. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, like the butterfly effect. Yeah. yeah. That Not Ashton like Kutcher movie. The Ashton Kutcher movie, exactly. Yeah. yeah where his so. wife dies and he's real sad. <laughs> That's what that movie was about. That's I right. I forget. Yeah. Um, and then the fourth one is uh, that the media does it on purpose to confuse us. was like the fourth major theory, which, you know, that one sounds um, weird. Uh, sound, that, that one sounds far righty to me, so... Uh, but those are the four theories. Mm -hmm. Are you guys familiar with the Mandela effect at all? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pretty wild. I. It's it's interesting. Do you think it's real? What do you? Uh, do you think it's I don't know. It's like I don't buy media manipulation. That feels like way too kooky. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Time travel. Can prove it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Prove that it's real. Uh, moving around in space, like I can kind of buy. Mm -hmm. I can kind of get like some sort of like multi-dimensional skip or something like right. that out of all of it. But I think it's just like you remembered wrong. Right. I bet you if you really. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think like if you were to like really go back and do some sort of like uh, like foundational like check. Like, right. Because yeah. the one I know is that uh, Sinbad was in a. Uh, Shazam. Was is like was in a genie movie called Shazam or something like that. Yeah. Does any it's real fast? Does anybody remember a movie in the nineties called Shazam where the comedian Sinbad was uh a genie? 
It's not a movie. Yeah. I do it's too. It's simply not a movie. But there Never is a existed. movie called Shazam, There's a movie right? called Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's just like That's you got cool. your wires crossed and like that movie and then the Disney movie with Sinbad where he's the bodyguard for a kid who's president like and you just mix oh, those yeah. up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. We've got a realist. In <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a hit. Yeah. First kid, That's right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was. The, I thought he was clapping for the connection. The, the and connection. Mike, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What do you think? Jamie? I think. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I like the theory that people are just stupid. Need <laughs> 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 something to talk about. Yeah. And, it's and the only <laughs> one with solid evidence behind it. There's. Yeah. There's. Yeah. Generations of, and I think that it's like the sort of thing. If someone like really went into it, I'm sure that Nelson Mandela did some sort of televised event in the 1980s, right. and maybe people just are like, "Oh yeah, there was something on that he was on," and then they they just get all fucked up and confused. Yeah. And maybe they never met someone with the last name Berenstain because no one's ever fucking met someone with the last name <laughs> Berenstain, so their brain course corrects to a name that sounds like one you would hear. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, you know, I, I I believe in a lot. Of, I think I think any of those things could be true, <laughs> except for the media one. That seems weird. The media one, weird. no, like no, no, like who would be in charge of orchestrating that? Who starts that email? Wolf thread? Blitzer, I think. <laughs> He's at the top. Starts with him. Hey, it's fun to think about, though, isn't it? It is. He just goes into the slack. <laughs> he goes into the like, slack. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> we got to change the name of this. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, stoners, for more information about past shows that we've done, future shows we're going to do, check out I'm2EffingHigh.com. Um, awesome, guys. Well, let's get to our, uh, let's get to our first uh, set of challenges here, shall we? Um, this segment is called The Hypothetical Situation. Hypothetical Situation. <laughs> and The Hypothetical Situation is basically, uh, you guys are high, and I'm going to give you a hypothetical situation. And you're going to act that hypothetical situation out. Okay. Um, and it can, um, you know, it's improvised, so anybody can, you know, sort of contribute. Or there's no, there's no rules or parameters. Um, and the theme for this hypothetical situation is clubs. Clubs is the theme, because we're in a place that has the word clubs in it. Um, and uh, Jacob, you're going to go first. Cool. Uh, so, Jacob, your hypothetical situation is, uh, so we all remember the club, the security device for locking your steering wheel, right? Mm -hmm. oh. um, so, you are advertising yourself as the new club, and for a certain amount of money, you'll sit in someone's parked car <laughs> and hold the steering wheel while they're inside wherever they go. And this, you're at a security booth, or sorry, you're at a booth at a security convention. Uh, pitching your service. Cool. Make sense? Yeah. Great. Does it have, did you tell me what it was called? The club. Great. <laughs> Bingo, baby! 
yeah, it's big boy business, baby. Are you afraid of your car getting smashed, crashed, bashed, and stolen? You need a big boy, baby. That big boy, baby, is me, baby. I'm as big as they get and as thick as they come. Do you live in a sketchy neighborhood where you think your stolen things might get re-stolen? <laughs> Do you have a hard time believing that pff, a hunk of metal could potentially keep any thief out of a car? Yes. You can, and that's why you need a big boy, baby. Look, I'm mean, and I'm fierce, and I'll sit in your car for three payments of $112.79. I will sit in your car for a week between the hours of midnight and 4.30 a.m. I will take an hour and a half lunch from 4.30 a.m. to 6 a.m. And I will sit in the car from 6 a.m. until 9.30. I will not leave early. <laughs> no, I don't have a place to live. <laughs> Yes, I will be using your cars to sleep in. I'm a big boy. Do not be alarmed of my pillows. Those are actually my beanbag weapons. They are used to whack assailants. Ladies and gentlemen, pay me to live in your car. <laughs> Jacob Wysocki. <laughs> oh, my God. What a service. It's <laughs> yeah, like $350 a week. <laughs> that feels good, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I mean, at that, yeah, at that you could earn your way and get an apartment. I almost lost it there. There was a long pause where I was like, what are you even, who, what are you saying? What, uh, <laughs> it was great. The rhyme, the rhyme scheme in the beginning was so impressive. I'm a poet. What yeah. Say? yeah. I got scared in the middle because you paused and I was like, this is where I say something. <laughs> 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 um, Jamie, you're going to go. Okay. Uh, and you're... Uh, hypothetical situation is um, you are um, you own a country club, sure. okay? Sure. Um, and uh, a um, just like the '80s sort of movie trope, a summer camp opened up nearby. And where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, you are giving a speech to club members. Um, uh, sort of like preparing them uh, for the possible infiltration of the summer camp kids. Of the kids. Yeah. Okay. How old are the kids? Is that I a guess gross like question? No. Okay. <laughs> no. I think like usually summer camp kids are like early teens. teens. Yeah. Usually like I'm thinking meatballs or like Caddyshack. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. Makes I just want to do as good a job as possible. <laughs> I mean, you're 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 already Trying doing an incredible job just being here. I have another question. Please ask oh. as ask as many as you need. Uh, is it what is like the class of kid? Is it like a middle class? Like oh, maybe it's like being provided by the city, or is it like rude richer kids, or is it <laughs> like a YMCA I love this kind question. of vibe? Yeah, like, yeah. Because that makes that makes a difference. That makes a huge difference. Of the difference. type of people that are coming. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's like rude rich kids. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it's rude rich kids. Okay. Um, 
yeah. that will inform my performance. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. no, absolutely. I agree. I, th <laughs> I, I love the thoughtfulness. <laughs> I think you. it's great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, does that make sense? I don't think I have any more questions at this time. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Awesome. Jamie Loftus. <laughs> okay, you guys. These kids have a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> and so we need them to think that we're cool, right? So here's the thing, like there's the kids are gonna be around. I've, I, as you know, I was very cool when I was a kid, and that's why I own a, a country club now. <laughs> so here's it. We gotta, we gotta. These are future members that are gonna be fucking on the lawn. Okay. <laughs> so I say we make, we make room. Think of yourself as a gateway drug to the country <laughs> club lifestyle for these degenerate children. <laughs> So uh, here's, here's my challenge to you, I, the owner of the country club. Uh, I challenge you, the next time you see some horny hot teens walking <laughs> past the country club, you say, here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> if the teens seem open to approaching, repeat it. <laughs> here, kitty, kitty. To, when, when, they're, when they for sure heard you and they're heading up, I will, I will have provided you with three jewel pods. I will not give you more than three. <laughs> Use your jewel pods wisely. <laughs> if, a, if, if, one, if one cool teen is able to collect 10 jewel pods before the jewel pods run out, he is entitled or she, I, or th we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're entitled to kill one member of the country club <laughs> and take their place. If you are chosen, please do not protest. <laughs> this is a fair system. Uh, the jewel pods uh, will be handed out on, on your way out. And again, you guys, I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me for all these years at my country club, uh, all the golf <laughs> that, <we're laughs> and all the rare meat that we've we've enjoyed together. Uh, I can't thank you enough. Uh, so take your jewel paws on the way out and uh, go and harass some kids. I love you so much. <laughs> Jamie Loftus. Oh man, that was like some Hunger Games shit. <laughs> Have to kill because like I'm also imagining country club. It's like rich, rich old people. I've never been. Can you tell? <laughs> I also have never been. I've never been. I'm getting been. all of my information from from movies. Um, yeah. 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 I'm assuming it's it's then. I wanted to introduce the idea of a bracelet that you would have to fill with jewel pods, but I thought that might be a little <laughs> too complicated. <laughs> I don't think that's complicated at all. Okay. I think that would be a real big hit. Yeah. Um, I feel like if I went to a country club, all I would want to do is just fuck it up. I want to like <laughs> piss in the sinks and like. I don't know. That's it, I guess. Yeah. You would go to a country sinks. club and you yeah. want, you would want to piss in the sinks. Yeah, I'd want to like make it nasty because right. I think it's so weird. Just because of the just because of the feeling, it makes you feel what are you just fucking like wasting your money. Yeah. Do you think they have free snacks out there like all the time or just on, at some hours? I I, uh, I there's for sure good water all the time. Oh, like cuke water, yeah, yeah. Cuke like water. at a WeWork or something. What yeah. is cuke water? Cucumber, Cucumber water. Oh, got you. You didn't want to say the whole word. No. 
<laughs> I get it, man. I get it. I'm high too. Cuqua. <laughs> Um, awesome guys. That was great. Let's, uh, let's jump to our next, uh, our next set of comedic challenges here, shall we? Uh, this segment, uh, is called Stoned Stand Up. Stand Up! Stone. Stand Up! Stone. Stand Up! Stone. Stone Stand Up. I wasn't sure how many times it was going to go. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Stone Stand Up is basically, uh, you guys are stand-up comedians, and, uh, I'm gonna give you the first line of your stand-up set, uh-huh. um, and, uh, you're gonna use that as a, as a springboard. Okay. Makes sense? Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. Um, and, uh, Jamie, you're gonna go first. Okay. Um, and the first line of your stand-up is, can you believe all the birds these days? They're everywhere. That's great. Most of my stand-up jokes start that way. (laughs) (laughs) And please welcome to the stage, Jamie Loftus. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Jamie here. Uh, Can you believe the birds these days? These damn things are everywhere. Did you know that they're supposed to be dinosaurs? Right? <laughs> they're supposed to be dinosaurs. Uh, they're, I don't like birds. Uh, I think that they're, they're kind of uh, perverts. They're always watching you doing things <laughs> from the air. I feel that they've been contracted by the NSA. I feel like Edward Snowden has a great relationship with birds. <laughs> when you think about it, Edward Snowden is an extension of the birds. I've been told I have bird-like features before, <laughs> and I got to tell you, it made me feel bad. <laughs> as I support the birds. I support their cause. I don't want to look at them, and I insist that my boyfriends stop comparing me to them. <laughs> it's like one of the many things that a boyfriend will tell you, uh, and they mean it as a compliment, and then you're just like, "That's the. this is ruining my life. They're... Where, you know, there'll, there'll be a guy who's like, oh, you have these, like, incredibly graceful bird-like features. And I was like, name five birds. <laughs> and they and think of the scariest ones first. They call you an ostrich. And then <laughs> it's the same thing where there used to be a sort of this, this fun trend uh, of, of chodes that I would date. Uh, who They'd be like, oh, you look like a 70s porn star. And I was just like, you can just say I don't, like, shave. Like, why are you doing this? It's <laughs> a very loaded phrase. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll harpoon a bird any damn day. I'll do it. I'm not afraid. Uh, and they won't see it coming because I look like them. <laughs> Jamie Loftus! It's a great set. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was Thinking great. Thinking about putting it into the rotation. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in. Yeah. Um, awesome. Jacob, you're going to go next. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Jacob, the first line of your stand-up set uh, is, man, fuck napkins. <laughs> and come man, on. fuck napkins! Why do you need... Why do you need to be so clean all of the time? Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm a dirty little boy, okay? I'm a dirty little freak, and I don't need no napkins, okay? 
People coming into my house. Knock, knock, knock. I open up my door. This place is a pigsty, baby. You should clean up with some napkins. You know what I say to them? Hey, mind your own damn business. You're killing trees. Yeah, you're chopping down trees to make your face look clean. Just put some water on it. Air dry a little, okay? You don't see dogs using napkins. Forget about it. Hickory dickory napkin. A son killed by Eric Clapton. From a window he fell. His body did smell. I wish it was as light as a napkin. <laughs> That's all my time. Jacob Wysocki. <laughs> More of a character guy than a stand-up guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no. I would I would I would watch I would watch both of those Netflix specials. <laughs> Absolutely. I um, love how the napkins stand up took such a hard left turn into Eric Clapton's son. Oh, I know. But you all, you still end it with the same word you started it with. Yeah. <laughs> so felt like a whole. I went on the whole journey. <laughs> yeah, it did. It, it made it a little. It made it. A, yeah. It, it, it was a nice soft landing at the end there, where you're like, oh, we're all thinking about Eric Clapton's son, and oh, a callback. This is nice. Yeah. It was like yeah. a Gottfried-inspired Staten Island open mic. Yeah. <laughs> that was nice. I thought I was, g I really, my intention was like, just try and hit a Godfrey. And I yeah. just didn't, I didn't feel like I latched in. <laughs> but like, I didn't believe mm. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of broadened there. it out to just like New York scumbag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my process inside the actor's studio. <laughs> <laughs> this is my, the, the most specific process ever. How do you do comedy on a high podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so how do you guys feel right now? So you guys just, you know, uh, we got you high. Uh, we put you on the spot. We made you, you know, do do some uh, some comedic challenges. Mm -hmm. How how are you feeling? Check in. Are you still high? Are you having fun? Are you <laughs> uh, secretly panicking? I've been worried about getting a nosebleed for uh, at least ten minutes, but okay, it ha it hasn't happened, and so I feel yeah. fine. <laughs> well, I also told you not to snort the weeds. <laughs> You smoke it. I guess you can eat it. Sometimes I get a nosebleed just because. Oh, really? Just, yeah, when I get nervous. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Do so you it's really like, a stress like feel thing? them coming on? Or I you can. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you can feel it kind of in the bridge of your nose, Ooh. and oh, you no. know, you're like clot, and yeah. that's where I've been for the past ten minutes. Oh, man. Is screaming clot. <laughs> <laughs> man, what a superpower! Thank you. You just and you just clot a part of your body. Yeah, or I'm just making it all up and I have a panic disorder. It's hard <laughs> to you can yeah. really say. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Jacob? How are you I'm feeling? I'm feeling great. Still trying to figure out another word that rhymes for napkin besides <laughs> Clapton. Napkin. That's really a tough can't one. figure it out. Spending a lot of mental energy on it. Slap Ken. Can you use two words? Yeah, that's Slap fair. Slap Ken. Slap Ken. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. My mind is freed. I'm feeling great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, awesome. Well, before we get to this last segment here, let's, uh, let's check in with DJ Blue Dream for DJ Blue Dream's Good Vibes Minute. I'm picking up good vibrations. Good vibes. She's giving me the excitation. Not the bad vibes. Good. Bad vibes. Get out of here. DJ Blue Dream's Good Vibes Minute. 
Okay. So normally at the live show for the Good Vibes Minute, I would I would share like a video that I we'd made or compiled together. But since we're not projecting, uh, I'm gonna tell a story, like a, a true story from my life that uh, you know this one, James. After all, uh, but this was um, it was kind of reminded a little bit by the the Mandela effect talk. And here's my theory on the num my number five theory of why I think it's because we didn't have the internet in daily use until like what the last 20 years or whatever yeah and i think that made everything like all the stuff we took for granted we suddenly could look up and verify like well after uh, the fact yeah. so we could be like wait that wasn't the name of that movie or the berenstein bears wasn't what it was called but for just years and years it was just hearsay and people just told each other what a thing was okay i think that's my theory on that's it is the internet one. i like that one yeah so which leads me into this story so um if you're like my generation or general age range i feel like we're the last generation which is what uh, uh early 30s if you're even around you know give or take five or ten years either direction i feel like you're we're the last generation to really remember what life was like before the internet you know like the generation mm -hmm. after us they kind of came of age with it it became a part of our daily lives but i feel like i still remember that stuff not me i'm 16 <laughs> I would believe that. <laughs> you can pass for like a, a long range. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so this, yeah, this is about that period of time when it was just starting to become like a real part of our daily lives, the internet. Um, I was uh, 14 years old, uh, almost 15, and um, I, full, I, I, at this time in my life, I fully fell in love with this girl in our class. Um, her name. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Her name was Diane. She was just like the, she was just like, you know, the most popular kid for sure in our whole class. What was her last initial? <laughs> it was M if people want to stalk oh. it on the internet. Yeah. I feel like I should say a fake name at this point. Um, no, no one. No one's looking No, up. you just got to qualify any her. youth crush with like a last initial. Oh, that's just right. So you know it's real. Mm. Yeah, that's actually, I've noticed that like, People here do that. I grew up in India, and I feel like maybe that's... A, I noticed that's a very American thing to do, the name and then the last initial. Mm -hmm. I should do that more. They do it on The Bachelor. Oh, is that why? <laughs> <laughs> so, Diane M. Uh, I was... So, she was, she was just like this very funny, cool, popular person. You know what I mean? Just like lit up a room. Always seemed more mature than she was for that age. And something about that was really attractive to me. Um, and so we became friends. We started talking like on the phone a little bit as you did at that age a lot. That slowly, we, we like talked on ICQ, which was like the equivalent in India of AOL, I guess, or, or AIM. Yeah. Do people use ICQ here? I don't know. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. It, it's like a, a chat app. And slowly that graduated to these long phone calls every night. And then finally one like balmy night on her balcony overlooking the, the Arabian Sea in Bombay, we ended up kissing. And it was Bingo, baby. like magical. It was the most. It was one of the most like. If I think about it, it's one of the most like intense experiences of my life. Even That's though so it was tight. Just like a kiss yeah. on a balcony, yeah. but it was so intense. All those chemicals the very first time. Yeah, exactly. It was a lot. All those chemicals. What are we? <laughs> That's what we are, man. We're, we're, we're just bags of chemicals. Yeah, I guess. Makes I guess that's one way to look at life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so me, so we started, we started like. Um, you know, slowly sort of going out after that. We started dating a little bit. And it was, it was, like I said, completely magical, but also really stressful because I was really insecure at that age. She was super popular. Every other, like, guy in our grade liked her. Once this, like, I was on the school bus and this guy 
two years older than me, came up to me and was like, hey, man, I just want you to know, I know you're going out with her, but I'm going to ask Diane out. It's like, what? <laughs> Why are you have? What, what is this? What do you want me to say? No, please don't. <laughs> but I was always insecure because I was always like, I was just, I was like, what if someone asked her out and she says yes? You know what I mean? What if I, what if I lose her? Um, and so I was like, I got to win her over. I got to like do some sort of big grand gesture to win her over. Our first Valentine's Day as a couple was coming up together. We'd just gone out for a couple months and I was like, great, this is what it's going to be. It's going to be like something for Valentine's Day. So I was like, I could take her out somewhere, but like, what can you afford at 15 years old or 14? That's, that's yeah. good. Um, I could like buy her something, but again, I don't know what I can do. And finally it hit me. I was like, I got to make her something, something personal and sweet. And then I came up with the perfect plan. I thought I was going to make her a website. <laughs> <laughs> like I would hand code her like a, a Valentine's Day website gift and send it to her. Because like I said, the internet was just new and exciting. I was That's like, this is so going to nice. get it going. Uh, this is going like, to win her over finally. So I sat down on our like family computer. We had one computer and I started like hand coding her this website. And I pulled out all the stops, okay? There was like clip art, <laughs> and there was like uh, ornate gothic dividers, and like, you know, Ooh. angels and stuff. <laughs> it was like everything I thought anyone could ever want. Um, <laughs> there were frames, which if you know your early 2000s yeah. web programming, you are like wet or hard right now, okay? It was, it was pretty sexy. Uh, <laughs> and then there was the piece de resistance of it. When she clicked on one of the angel's wings, it would bring up this password prompt. And when she typed in a password that I would give to her, it would lead to this secret page that contained a first-person, custom-written, <coughs> erotic story <laughs> featuring the two of us as characters. <laughs> nice! And, like, we were already, you know, kind of sexually active a little early at the stage. So it wasn't out of nowhere, but it was, this was, like, a move for me. I was like, I'm going to write this thing. So I wrote this steamy-ass story with the two of us in it. I saved it. I, like, saved this uh, website somewhere deep on my, like, on our hard drive because it was, like, a shared computer. I uploaded it to GeoCities or one of those, like, websites, right? I sent her the link. I sent her, the, uh, like, a clue for the password. And then I just proceeded to wait. And I didn't hear from her for, like, an hour. Um, and then my mom came home, and my, and my mom's a, uh, she's like a journalist in India, and she needed to use the computer to finish an article. So I was like, oh yeah, sure, go ahead. I made sure it was fine. I went and sat down. I was like, oh, I'm just going to do some homework in this room, because I wanted to like see if, you know, what happened. Sat down in the room, started doing some like geography homework while my mom worked, and I just like waited. Didn't hear from Diane. Waited. Didn't hear from Diane. And I'm, at this point, I'm like panicking. I'm like, what does she think? Was it like just the, the worst possible move, this uh, website for Valentine's Day? Uh, and then as I'm sitting there, like pretending to do my homework, I hear my mom go, ugh. <laughs> I just that sound, ugh. <laughs> and I got up, and again, she goes, ugh. And I, I, stand, I, I quickly get up, and I'm like, what is it? And I, I move closer, and I see she's on Microsoft Word, where she's writing an article. And she's hitting Control-V, which is the Windows uh, code for paste, the paste command. Like over and over, just like, oh. And what's getting pasted is a sentence from the erotic story that I wrote. Specifically this sentence. No. Then I duck under the table and start to eat Diane's pussy. Is <laughs> getting pasted over and over by my mom, two feet from my face. 
nonstop. And I just panic. I start being like, oh, it's a virus. It's a virus. It's a virus! <laughs> Knowing full well, she knows there's no virus. That, yeah. Like, paste oh. your son's girlfriend's name <laughs> in like a steamy sentence. And she, so she knew that that was your girlfriend? She knew like. She didn't know the name. Yeah. Oh, we did, like I, I, man, I told her. That's yeah. awful. That's awful for her too. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> that's brutal. I guess it is. Yeah. yeah. No, I it guess means it is. that her son eats pussy. That's positive. <laughs> That's a great lookout. Yeah. A lot of sons don't do that. That's a good point. Yeah. Only under good point. tables, but yeah. Only under tables. Yeah, only in perverted settings, but sure. Yeah, but sure. But hey, that's okay. Oh. Yeah, there you go. That's a great. It was, yeah. yeah, it was mortifying. It was more, but then <laughs> I, I uh, yeah, I did. I, I just like ran out of the room fully red faced, knowing I was like not gonna be able to look my mom in the face for <laughs> a full year or something. <laughs> I went into my bedroom and like just. Uh, Oh, I, I forgot to say, uh, one thing I did that was smart at that age was I quickly copy-pasted another word, you know, or copied it to the clipboard so that when she she couldn't paste it anymore, uh, yeah, but I thought that was smart. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing yeah. is dumb. Uh, I ran to my room, I knew I wouldn't see her, and then I heard from Diane, and she loved it. Yeah. She loved the website. Oh. She was into the story. Yes. She was like, it was hot. Um, but then, like six months later, she cheated on me and broke up with me. So it ended bad. Don't make a website for your girlfriend. Is the moral of that story? Is that website yeah. still live somewhere? Do I don't think so. I have, have are unkillable. Ha yeah, it would. I wish I. Could. Is it maybe like the Internet Archive? You know, there's that thing that records old yeah. websites. I don't know how to find it though. Like I don't remember what the the URL. Yeah, was. it was like a long one of those long. I would pay so much money to read that. Story. Oh man. <laughs> I would go pull out. $350 <laughs> from the ATM right now. <laughs> you just want the lead up to what yeah. led to being under a table. I want to read the so whole wait, you're thing saying on a podcast that you'd, you'd pay $350 to read an erotic story involving two teenagers? Hell yeah. <laughs> we got him. We got him. <laughs> this has been a long sting operation. Yeah. <laughs> Good work, everybody. Good work. Um, that was the Good Vibes Minute. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Great job, DJ Blue Dream. That's a, that's a great story. Um, let's get to this last set of challenges here, you guys. This, uh, this last segment here is called Puff Puff Podcast. You can hit my weed, but just podcast. Ain't no season this. Podcast. When you smoking with G's, you gotta podcast. Uh, so Puff Puff Podcast is basically you guys uh, are the hosts of a podcast. Mm. And uh, since we're actually doing a live recording of a podcast right now, this is going to be the special live recording of your podcast. All right. Uh. Um, so, uh, you know, you guys are in, in front of a live audience. And... Um, the premise of your podcast <clears throat> is that the two of you are former members of the Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> and um, Jamie, you are, um, you're a current convict and calling in from prison. Okay. And uh, Jacob, uh, you're a suburban dad that really wants to get back into the Mickey Mouse Club. Okay. Make sense? Yeah. Um, and DJ Blue Dream, could we get a little, uh, maybe some podcasty music to get into it? Podcasty music. Just like every podcast. Hey. Hello, Owasso, Oklahoma. Hey. 
I'm sorry, my connection isn't very good. Can you hear us? Yeah, I only have 20 minutes. <laughs> we'll make it quick. I only have 20 minutes, but they're gonna be they're gonna be good. Where are you again? I am in Owasso, Oklahoma, with three people. Oh, I'm in, you know, you know me. I'm in Springfield, Massachusetts. Been incarcerated for six years. Hey, <laughs> let's before we introduce the podcast. How's the slammer? Oh, it's it's slamming as usual, man. We got yeah, we got uh, we got new new uh, easels. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This is the Excommunicado Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is our special live episode, our 750th episode. <laughs> We're so excited this to have made so it this far. And I really feel like things are going to take off with this podcast really any day now. I think it's really. I think we're just hitting our stride. Yeah, we we finally figured out a viable format. Yeah. We figured out a small fan base in Oklahoma. And I really, I mean, Jacob, I thank you on every show, but I mean, really, uh, keeping the podcast going through a very public murder trial uh, <laughs> was not was not easy and I do know that we lost a lot of listeners who uh, you know they no one likes to see a parent die but I think my lawyer made a good defense and you were you know you were there some of the days yeah you know I'm here to support you yeah. as they say innocent until proven guilty and I have seen the evidence and I know how bad it seems for you <laughs> but I am pulling for you and I don't think you did it Hey, listen. I never said that. Uh, I never said that I didn't do it, and I I understand that this is my punishment. How are your How are your kids? Oh God. <laughs> well, Brian is grounded. Oh. I took his bed away. It's being stored in the garage. Wow. What did he? What did that rascal do? He this said the time? f word on the internet. Okay. Caught well, him. He said fuck in a chat, and they canceled my AOL. <laughs> Well, they canceled it. You can't curse in a chat room on AOL. I well, it's like I've told Brian a lot in my very long letters that I sent to him. Uh, that is the first. I, I gotta step ask you to stop doing that. that <laughs> I send him very long letters, and the letters are getting him really riled up, and I, I don't think it's best for my son. Well, as I've told you many times, Jacob, maybe if you didn't vaccinate your kids, they wouldn't feel that way about me. You I'm know trying what I mean? To keep, I'm trying to keep my boys safe. I know. I and, know. And uh, 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 Ryan is great. Brian and Ryan are Brian good? Ryan, Ryan's doing good. He's trying to skateboard. You know that wow. is. Wow. Yeah. Oh, good for him. He's trying to kickflip. Wow. Okay. Day well. 74, no contact with my wife, Marissa. <laughs> I didn't want to ask. Day 74. That's funny. Nice to nice to know ya. Let's do it again. Like we did it in a one night stand. <laughs> Just trying to get as many vocal samples on the pod as possible so yeah, no, anybody absolutely. can hear me sing and just, you know, uh, just be inspired to get me inside of a studio. I, I, well, I, I, w I would normally tell you this off mic, but seeing as I only have 17 minutes, uh, Marissa, she's actually been in contact with me. What is she saying? She's saying to please stop contacting her. Okay. Yeah. and It's she's just so hard being alone, you know? Alone I'm from night to night, you'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jacob, I spend most of my day in solitary confinement, so yeah. I'm well aware. Uh, I'll tell her that uh, I miss her. Hey, guys, uh, uh, producer Andrew here. Um, oh, hey. Uh, we do have some email questions. Uh, oh, I love an email. From, from some fans. Oh, yeah, that's great, email. yeah. This is our email segment. 
Please, please send them. Please send us your emails. Send an email. Who's it from? Uh, this is from uh, Taylor. Um, Taylor. Tim, the tool man, Taylor, in... Um, wow. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was a reference to something. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, the question is... Um, <laughs> What was your favorite memory from being in the Mickey Mouse Club? Oh. 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 You go first, Jacob. <laughs> well, it had to be my first day. I, uh, you know, took a long walk. Walked there. Mm. Nobody helped me get there. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody helped me get there. I remember that. You know, I, I got flown out for the audition. I got flown out to L.A. from the audition from Michigan. And uh, when I got the job, nobody took me, so I walked. Mm -hmm. And when I got there, I collapsed and I fell asleep. And that was, that was uh, a real great day. And then I woke up the next day and I met everybody and then learned how much money I'd be making. And I felt very good. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite, uh, my favorite memory would have to be uh, that, that sketch we did together where we had the on-air goof. Oh God! The on-air goof that yeah resulted in the incarceration of a couple of cameramen. Uh, well, <laughs> we did accidentally rig something up that pulled their pants down, <laughs> and they did yeah. expose themselves to a large number of large, children. Large, big audiences Huge. back then. I miss it so much. Oh, I miss <laughs> I the miss stage. It. Do you Huge remember what crowds. it's like to be relevant? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what it's like to have a bunch of people <clears throat> clap for you and think that you're great and never tell you no? There, uh, no, yeah, and you know where that lands you? Just breaking your father's neck and ending up in Springfield, Massachusetts. Potentially breaking Potenti neck. Potentially. Oh, yeah. No, for sure I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it just I sounds just very incriminating. No, but this isn't being broadcast, right? This is live. This is a live show. Oh, I understand. Okay. Uh, That's fine. I, got, I have uh, four minutes left before I have to go back to jail forever. Uh, we... We have one more question here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this next question is from Al Borland. <laughs> and this better not be a fucking joke. Is that? This better not be a fucking joke. The, um, I don't have Netflix the here. The question is, um, do you guys remember the Mickey Mouse song, and can you sing it? Well... That song is very triggering for me. It's a huge trigger. <laughs> it's, a huge it's a huge trigger. trigger. I wild out when I hear that yeah. song. <laughs> but if you if you dare, yeah, I'm in this room alone, so the, really the only person I can harm is myself. I'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, uh, match me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Jacob, that's why you're the soloist. <laughs> okay. Okay. Three, six, five, six, seven, eight. Am I C K Y M O S E? That's Pop Pop Podcast. Guys, that was fucking beautiful. That was beautiful harmonies. Oh, Thank you. Um, there is a universe where that is the actual theme song <laughs> of the Mickey Mouse. Yeah. 
Yeah, Mandela, Mandela. effect. Mandela. Um, guys, this was so fun. You guys were so funny. How how are you feeling? You know, you're still high. Did you have fun? I think I'm back. You're back. I, I, I think I'm back. How's I, your nosebleed? There. Oh, it, there is a world in which my nose bled the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> and no one Mandela came to my effect. Rescue. They'll remember. <laughs> half of the population here will remember it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Waisaki, how you doing, buddy? I'm feeling good. I hit the vape in the meat. I'm I, I'm kind of just thinking know. like what restaurants are close. Oh yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm like yeah. I'm not normally in this part of town. Like Food what am I close good. to? Food. Fat salads. I might hit up fat salads. Oh yeah, nice. There's a make Korean sandwiches over here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Korean fried chicken place across the I street. I had Korean there. fried yeah. chicken for lunch. Did you really? Yeah, I did. For real? Nice. Yeah. That's so specific. That's. Cool. I did. I went to K Chicken House. Very oh yeah, good. yeah. Sounds great. Um, I'm all Korean fried chicken out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, guys, we do uh, for people listening, um, and also for people here, uh, we do again live shows every single uh, month, the first Saturday of the month at midnight at the Upright Citizens Brigade. Uh, check out I'm2FNHigh.com. We have merchandise, also a lot of information on future shows. We've got another show coming up at the end of this month at DCM. You can find out information about that. We know we have, um, so far, comedian John Gemberling will be there. Uh, so um, it's definitely going to be super fun. And what else, DJ Blue Dream? Anything else? Am I forgetting anything? Um, if you haven't been to a live show, it's uh, the one we do at UCB anyways, a very um, special party yeah. of a show there's live music there's um you can smoke weed yeah you can smoke weed yeah it's pretty um, good that's fun um and uh new episodes every single tuesday uh subscribe rate review all that sort of stuff how about another round of applause for the Thank comedians you. that had to get high tonight and do this can i plug something Th what's that can i plug something on the pod oh yes i'm sorry yes absolutely yeah, yeah i have a new podcast coming out on headgum called i don't want to talk about fight club anymore where i watched uh, fight club for 72 hours straight <laughs> it should be out in july so keep your ears out for it nice. jesus i forgot about I that i stayed up for 76 hours watching fight club that's right good god <laughs> uh and jimmy is there anything you want to plug uh yeah you can listen to my podcast the bechdel cast every thursday it's about women in movies Awesome. Yeah. Great. Hell yeah. Uh, did you guys have fun with us tonight? Thanks for coming, guys. Thank you so much for coming out. We appreciate it. Stay 2FNI. Muriel. And I'm Nick. And we are the co-hosts of the podcast Hella, Hella in Your 30s. This podcast is all about diets, hobbies. Never dying. Never dying. Fitbits. I'm going to try to moisturize my face more. Yeah. Alcohol. Should we drink more or less? <laughs> Cheap Chipotle dates for two. We bring you hot episodes every Monday from Campfire Media. So make sure to subscribe on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.